Welcome to another episode of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, broadcasting from the Cellmark Studios. Colleen Daniel is here, as always, socially distancing from home, along with the About Mansfield news team. This is episode 66. We thank you for being here with us. Coming up on this episode, it's Mansfield news and weather for the upcoming week. And don't forget the trivia question of the week for a $25 gift card to Big D Barbecue. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. This week, the COVID-19 epidemic in Mansfield appears to have increased its spread for the first time in a long time. Keeping your kids safe in the digital world. April is National Child Abuse Prevention Month, and reporter Stacy Main launches a month-long series of reports. You can't get there from here. I'm Home Improvement Specialist Terry Radswin, and we'll discuss that and other Yankee business in the Ask Terry segment later in the show. We all know that a mule can be stubborn. But don't you be stubborn to try this week's Cocktail of the Week at home. Alexa has our seven-day weather forecast, and Steve says farewell to an old friend in this week's talk segment. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. Hey, Mansfield. Did you know cannabis is legal in Texas? I'm Sonia Salazar, co-owner of Wise Wellness. As cannabis educators and advocates, we can answer any questions you have regarding hemp-derived CBD. Wise Wellness carries a variety of products, including oils, topicals, edibles, and pet products. We are located on FM 157 beside Mansfield Fun Jewelry. As a thank you to the About Mansfield podcast listeners, we are offering a buy one, get one free special on select products. Just mention the podcast at checkout. Follow us on social media for our latest updates. Search for Wise Wellness. That's WISE, W-Y-S-E, Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. See you soon. Paid political ad by the Von Wynn Jones campaign. Hello, my name is Vaughn Wynn Jones. I came to the US from the UK back in 1990. I've lived, worked and watched as things have changed here over the last 30 years. In the past few years, I started to hear the words, if you don't like it, go home, directed at myself and others. So I became a US citizen to better invest in what I feel is my home. Serving in the State Guard and working as an EMT taught me we face many challenges as a people, and yet there are many ways we can work together to bring about positive changes and usher in a new age of opportunity for everyone. So now, I'm running for City Council Place 4 in beautiful Mansfield, Texas, my home for the last 18 years. There's a lot of great things about this city, and yet there's still a lot more we can do to serve each other during these challenging times. So please, let's help each other make our community stronger. Come join us at helpmansfieldthrive.org. That's helpmansfieldthrive.org. Thank you for listening. I'm Vaughn Wynne jones and I'm not a cat. Hey, it's Steve Casillo. I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. It's where we record and produce our weekly About Mansfield episodes. Podcast Mansfield is a full-service studio with recording, editing, mixing and mastering capabilities, and can even help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great local shows, such as Ask Philip the face-off spot, and daughter of the other woman, just to name a few, and handles post-production duties for remote clients, such as Coaching Through Chaos out of San Diego and Military Resource Radio from Detroit. So whether you're a hands-on person who just needs a place to record your podcast or need the help from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is there to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway, just off of 287 in Mansfield. For more information on starting your podcast, or if you're looking Looking for a better place to record? Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio can be found on the internet at podcastmansfield.com. That's podcastmansfield.com. Southwestern Adventist University's safe and friendly campus is located right in our backyard. Did you know that cybersecurity has become a high-demand specialty? SWOA is known for producing ethical, trustworthy, well-rounded graduates prepared to keep organizations safe and secure. Earn a bachelor's in cybersecurity at Southwestern Adventist University. Texas residents who commit early for fall 2021 are eligible for a $3,000 scholarship. Go to swau.edu to learn more. Hello, this is Mayor Michael Evans, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. Mansfield. This portion of the news is brought to you by Ohana Screen Printing. The COVID-19 epidemic has gone back to increasing its spread in Mansfield. With the update, here's Dennis Webb. Thanks, Steve. On Monday, March 29th, Tarrant County reported that 7,100 Mansfieldians had caught the virus, 6,704 had recovered.
recovered, and 131 had died from the virus since the start a year ago. We had 68 new cases this past week, nearly double the previous week's value, ending our nine weeks of decline in this indicator. The county estimates we now have about almost 400 active cases, also up from recent weeks. Remember that active cases are the number of fellow citizens who could pass the virus to another person if both are not following county-recommended protective measures. It is possible that this unexpected increase is late reporting of cases, something that has happened before, but it could be the start of another rise, like what we saw last October. Mansfield ISD reports 21 active cases among students and five among staff, a small decrease from the previous week and down from the highs we saw before Christmas. Mansfield Methodist reports a decline in COVID patients to 27, down from a peak of over 150 in January. Five of these 27 are in the ICU, down from 29 in January. Neither of the two other hospitals report any COVID patients. We had three new COVID-19 deaths in Mansfield this past week, the lowest value since December, suggesting the deaths from the January spike are finally starting to finish. It's a blessing, but still sad for those three Mansfield families. Looking at the county-wide numbers, all of Tarrant County's epidemic indicators continue to improve. We saw a good decrease in weekly fatalities to 74, though not yet a steady downward trend. Countywide hospitalization with the virus has continued its rapid decline, with last week's average value of 210 citizens in a hospital bed with the virus, the lowest hospitalization we have seen since last September. A little perspective. The decline in hospitalizations and fatalities generally mean we are finally finishing with a widespread of the virus in January in Mansfield and Tarrant County as a whole. Hospitalizations and deaths lag the spread of the virus. The fact that the new and active cases are trending up in Mansfield and down in the county as a whole may be a blip we'll see next week, or it could mean Mansfield is an early indicator of a coming next wave. Our best defense against any next wave is to continue mask, distance, hand wash, avoid crowds, stay home if you can, and get a lot of us immunized as fast as we can. Tarrant County reports 9% of all Tarrant County citizens, everybody including kids who are not yet eligible, have received their final immunization shot. This means that a higher percentage of us older adults are fully vaccinated, a a good trend. The state of Texas is is expecting the supply of vaccine to increase, so they have directed making vaccinations available to everybody age 60 and above, as of Monday, March 29th. The state recommends still giving priority to people 80 or older and allows them to bypass registration and go to the front of any line they find. Tarrant County has not yet posted their response to the state's change, but their reservation system has always taken anybody's reservation so you youngsters can sign up. But there is no guarantee when you will get scheduled, given the current backlog. 540,000 fellow citizens have registered registered, but only 187,000 have been fully vaccinated. One wrinkle, individuals aged 16 or 17 are only eligible for the Pfizer vaccine as it was tested down to that age. But everybody 18 or over can take any of the vaccines. It's a small wrinkle that the providers will manage with reservations and you don't have to think about it, but it will likely mean that people 16 and 17 will have fewer scheduling opportunities. Our county judge, Glenn Whitley encourages all citizens to register to get vaccinated. From the Science Desk at About Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb. Thank you, Dennis. April is National Child Abuse Prevention Month, and reporter Stacy Main launches the first in a month-long series of reports. Today, how to keep your child safe in the digital world. Stacy, When it comes to protecting children, parents seem to know what to do. From holding their hand when crossing the street, buckling them into car seats, and strapping on helmets. Those precautions are tangible things, but setting up barriers to virtual dangers children are exposed to on their phones, online, or playing a game is a little bit harder. Executive Director Jennifer King with the Children's Advocacy Center of Johnson County says we need to look at those devices as portals to virtual stranger danger. The biggest thing is perpetrators have ungarnered access to children. Um, If parents don't treat all of these products, whether it's tablets, iPads, smartphones, computers, through all of that, anything that has internet access allows portals for 
offenders to reach out and begin grooming and gain access to our kids. So I think the number one thing that I try to tell parents is if you purchase those devices or you pay the bills on that smartphone, you have to enter into an agreement and a contract with your child so that there's an understanding that you own that and that you are ultimately responsible for any of the material that comes across on that phone and that as a parent, it is your job to protect your children. King says parents need to set boundaries before the devices are even purchased and do their homework. Just Google parental controls for Apple iPhone. You should be able to look that up and you should do that before you go out and purchase the device because you want to make sure it's something that you can set parental controls on. The one thing I will say is that when you're dealing with teenagers, there's also all kinds of apps that these kids are learning how to negate the parental controls. There's all kinds of different programs that kids can put on the phone so that Parents don't necessarily see text conversations or things that may be happening. So you got to be a little proactive in learning what's out there. You need to kind of do twofold before you purchase anything. Parental controls on, on Apple and then ways around parental controls on Apple. Parents are always complaining their teens are distracted by their smartphones at the dinner table. King says there has to be limits on how much time youth are on their phones and laptops for the sake of their mental health. They're on a device all day doing schoolwork, and then they have to finish their schoolwork when they get home. They have gaming systems. They have tablets. They, I mean, if you do not disconnect them and you don't protect time, their stress level is going to go through the roof. You tell everybody at this certain time, all your devices go into the kitchen, they get plugged in at night, and then it's protected time from there on out. You don't, you don't need it beyond that time. King says that technology crimes are on the rise and parents need to stay on top of what apps are popular, what they do, and know the full capabilities of gaming systems. Well, a lot of parents don't know, like, the different gaming systems that are out there um, allow kids to have other people come into the game with them. All of the games where there's any kind of internet access where, you know, a kid in England can hop on and play with a kid in the United States. You know, maybe you've never met that kid, you don't know that kid. And even like on Nintendo Game Switch, there's email capabilities where they can communicate and send messages that parents may not even know that exist on the Switch. There's all types of ways that, that these perpetrators know how to access our kids. And so again, it's just... You know, I don't know them all. Um, I know from our kids, and then you just kind of learn a little bit here and there, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that. But every time we staff cases at the center, it seems like we're learning something. And we have an online safety and prevention program called Before You Click. When we go out in schools and we're presenting Before You Click, we ask them to tell us what kind of apps are popular right now, what are you guys using? And so right now it's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, but there's Kick. Every time we go, we hear a couple that we've never heard of before. It's like, never heard of that one. Write it down and we'll come back and we'll try to look it up and learn a little bit about it. And just when you think you've learned about every app out there, 20 more come out and take over, but not knowing could lead to serious consequences. Six years ago, Live Me kind of hit the screens and it was a live video streaming. And we had a case that came in and a girl got on there, she found it, and then she had a perpetrator that started enticing her to do different things. And then before we knew it, she had 54 videos and somebody found one um, that they were getting her to try to bring other children into it. We worked directly with Live Me and kind of talked to them, and now they have like a 1,000 moderators uh, that are on that site. They raise the age from 14 to 18, and even though kids can circumvent a lot of that, I think it takes those initiatives, too, in reaching out uh, to the social media companies because they have a responsibility. Parents can fight back with limits on devices, parental controls, and by spending quality time with your child and having conversations about their online experiences. Well, I think it'll vary depending on the age of the child. The best way to approach it is always if there's something that maybe comes up in a movie or you hear on the news or 
you can bring up, you know, I was talking to my friend today. She told me about this horrible situation that happened with their child. And it just made me realize that we've never really talked about this. And uh, and maybe we need to talk about that. So, and then just kind of go into it, you know, have, have, I know, obviously, you know, from what I've heard on numbers, it says, you know, within seconds, most kids, when they get online, if they post a profile, they get propositioned within a very short period of time. Has has that happened to you, too? Because it seems like it's happening to all kids. And just try to open the door in a very non-threatening way. You don't want them to feel like they're going to be in trouble. So you can't go at it as, I know that you are probably mixed up in this too. So I want to know right now, you're not going to get anything with that. You need to, it really needs to be about relationship and communicating, you know, care and concern about helping them navigate that what could be potentially uh, a difficult situation for them to get through. And I think it's voicing that, you know, I just want to make sure you have the tools. So if that does happen, so, um, I'm glad if it hasn't, but if it does happen, I want you to know you can come to me. I'm not going to be angry or upset. I'm just going to be available to try to help you navigate it. For more information on digital safety, visit the Children's Advocacy Center of Johnson County website at cacjctx.org. That's cacjctx.org. I'm Stacy Main reporting for About Mansfield. We all know that mules can be stubborn, except when it's the cocktail of the week, and Brian's pouring one up right now. Brian? Thanks, Colleen. In this week's segment, we're going to be looking at a modern classic that proves that necessity is the mother of invention. This week's cocktail? The Moscow Mule. One of the things I love about doing this segment is researching the origins of these cocktails, and researching the Moscow Mule has been fun as well. As the story goes, three people each had a problem that individually they did not know how to solve, but together they came up with the modern classic, the Moscow Mule. Let me set the picture for you. The place, Los Angeles, California. The year, 1941. Three people, each with a product they couldn't figure out how to sell. The first, John Martin, had recently purchased the Smirnoff Vodka brand, but in 1941, vodka was an unknown spirit and couldn't sell his spirit in any of the local bars. Jack Morgan. Jack was the owner of the Cock and Bull Bar in Los Angeles, and he had purchased an overly large supply of ginger beer, but didn't have anything to do with it. And then there was Sophie Bresnik, who had immigrated here from Russia and had brought with her 2,000 copper mugs made at her family's copper factory in Russia, and she needed to sell them in order to make her start in America. The solution? The Moscow Mule. This refreshing blend of vodka, ginger beer, and lime poured into Sophie's copper mugs helped to keep the drink extra cold and was eye-catching at the same time. What made it all work was the genius marketing that John Martin created. You see, John would travel all over the West Coast with his new land camera, the first self-developing camera from Polaroid. He would go into local bars and get them to make his new cocktail in the eye-catching mug. And then he would take two photos of the local bartender with the drink held up on display. He would give one of the photos to the local bar, and then he used the other in an ever-growing album to show the ever-increasing number of bars serving this new wonderful cocktail, and of course, this new bar didn't want to miss out. I'm telling you, that was genius. But don't worry about taking notes as I'm giving out the ingredients and the instruction. They are always posted on bourbongospel.com. Here's my take on the Moscow Mule. The ingredients are going to be vodka, Use a good vodka like Grey Goose, Stolichnaya, or Ciroc, which is my personal favorite, which is actually distilled from French grapes. You're going to use fresh lime juice and ginger beer. Experiment. Find your favorite. My favorite is the Q brand of ginger beer. Another popular one is Fever Tree. But try several. Find the one that meets your palate. Here's how it's made. Two ounces of vodka, one half ounce of lime juice, freshly squeezed, and five to six ounces of ginger beer. And then for garnish, you're going to get a lime wheel or a wedge. First thing you're going to do is you're going to fill a copper mug or a highball glass if you don't have one with ice. Then add the vodka and the lime juice and stir. 
Then add the ginger beer and give another quick stir. You can then serve garnish with a lime wheel or a wedge. But to mix it up, here are some different variants. My personal favorite is the Kentucky Mule. We're going to be substituting a good value bourbon like Evan Williams Bottled and Bond for the vodka. Or a Mexican Mule, where you'll substitute a good silver tequila like Epsilon, Hedadura, or the ever-popular Patron. And then there's the Irish Mule, where you're going to be using a good Irish whiskey like Slain or Jameson. Let me know your thoughts on the variants and on the original. I love to hear your take and your input. And if you have a particular cocktail that you'd like to know more about, you can reach me at bourbongospel at gmail.com. And as Mark Twain says, too much of anything is bad, but too much bourbon is barely enough. Reporting for About Mansfield, this is Brian Certain. It's time right now for the Ask Terry segment. Terry Radswin is our resident home improvement specialist, and he answers your questions about the place that you call home. Terry? Today's question isn't really a question, but more of a request. And it comes from Pammy Sue, the cranky Yankee, who writes, I have 17 year-old kitchen cabinets that have scratches on them, and I'd like to know how to refresh them without having to buy new ones or paint them all. Well, my friend, as it turns out, you apparently don't really need this advice, as your kitchen is probably half-packed in cardboard boxes and ready to head for the great state of Maine by the time this airs, but here you go. And once again, you've touched on another of my pain points about the way things are done around here. Many houses around here have quote-unquote custom cabinets in them, which were finished on site with lacquer. Painters in the area seem to like using lacquer because it dries quickly and it's easy to spray and clean up. And it is fairly durable and resistant to impact once it dries. However, it's not very good at withstanding heat and ultraviolet light like sunlight. So if you've got a lot of natural light in your kitchen coming from windows or skylights and heat generated from cooking appliances and warm moisture coming from the dishwasher, that lacquer finish is going to break down over time. When it does, many homeowners just give up on the cabinets and slap a coat or two of paint on them, obscuring the natural beauty and grain of the wood. As a carpenter by trade, painting over perfectly good wood makes me crazy, and as a kitchen designer by profession, putting cabinets with a poor finish in a nice home is a mistake that nobody seems to understand here in North Texas. I've been building true custom cabinets myself for over 45 years, and I've never used anything but a modern polyurethane finish. And frankly, even I can't approach the quality that a factory-built cabinet with a water-based, catalyzed, ultraviolet-cured urethane can offer. These finishes are better for the environment and will last a lifetime if cared for properly. All that being said, there is hope for your otherwise nice wood kitchen cabinets. They're going to need a good cleaning first, and the best way to achieve that is with water and a dish soap that effectively cuts grease, like Dawn. Obviously, the areas you'll need to pay the most attention to are around the cooking appliances. In order for any product to effectively bring the luster and beauty back to the wood, you've got to start by getting rid of all the accumulated grease and dirt, and it may take a couple passes with the soap and water solution, followed by a good clean rinse to ensure that no soap residue remains behind. Once that's accomplished, there are a couple of routes you can take. One, if you know for sure you have lacquered cabinets, is to use lacquer thinner and a soft cloth to kind of blend in the areas where the scratches are. If the scratches are stubborn and deep, you may have to employ a little 4 aught steel wool to get the job done. Just don't apply too much pressure until you see what the solvent is doing to the surface. And needless to say, make sure you cover and protect areas you don't want affected by the solvent and have good ventilation in the room and take a time out once in a while to get some fresh air to avoid getting a nasty headache from the lacquer thinner. Following that, I like using a polish that has a citrus oil, orange or lemon, blended with carnauba or beeswax. A little elbow grease to buff the finish out, and you should be looking good in short order. There are also a few, if you will, all-in-one products out there that will do the trick. One that has a pretty good reputation is something that, of course, I don't use brand names on the show, does a good job of restoring a finish on wood. The same manufacturer makes another product that feeds and waxes the wood using the orange oil I referred to earlier and carnauba wax. And there's another one that claims it will rejuvenate your cabinet finish. Same rules apply when using these products 
works. Clean thoroughly first, ventilate well, and protect floors and other stuff you don't want the product to get on. Again, you should get a restored finish in the end that will give you additional years of service until you decide to remodel the kitchen or just move. Well, Pammy, there's your solution for what it's worth. Thanks to you and Bobby for your friendship over the years, and all the best to you and your move back to New England. I hope you find your happy place up there. And if you've got a home improvement or repair question or problem you'd like help with, reach out to me. You can reach me through the podcast email or hit up my Facebook page at Ask Terry AM Podcast or my Twitter at Ask Terry AM Pod. We'll talk again soon. Reporting for About Mansfield, I'm home improvement specialist. Terry Radswin. Just a quick programming note, you can now listen to our school board candidate interviews on the About Mansfield website at aboutmansfield.com. You'll find a link at the top of the homepage. This is your opportunity to get to know the candidates in 20-minute increments before you vote. City Council candidate interviews will be posted all at once next week, and we will post a notice on our Facebook page when that happens. Early voting starts on April 19th, and Election Day is Saturday, May 1st. Thursday is April Fool's Day. Weather-wise, let's see if Mother Nature is going to make fools of us with the weather. Alexa? In Mansfield for the next seven days. Wednesday, 66 degrees and lots of clouds. Thursday, 69 degrees and lots of sun. Friday, 70 degrees and mostly sunny weather. Saturday, 75 degrees and mostly sunny weather. Sunday, 76 degrees and lots of clouds. Monday, 80 degrees and intermittent clouds. According to the Tarrant Regional Water District, most Mansfield lawns received over an inch of rain last week, allowing sprinklers to continue to remain off this week. Be sure to test every sprinkler zone soon and correct any issues. As Alexa just stated, the weather ahead will be sunny and windy with midweek cooler temperatures from a cold front. You can always view a map of watering recommendations for North Texas at Water is Awesome. Congratulations to Jennifer McCool, who was the first person to email the correct answer to last week's trivia question, who established the Cowbell Indoor Rodeo. Longtime Mansfield residents will remember that it was William H. Bill Hogg, a lifetime resident of Mansfield, who established the Cowbell Indoor Rodeo. Jennifer has won a $25 gift card to Big D Barbecue. Coming up after the break, this week's trivia question of the week. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. Did you know that Southwestern Adventist University is located right in our backyard? With a small, safe campus, SWAU provides a Christ-centered learning environment with hands-on experiences and dedicated professors. For a limited time, local freshmen enrolling for fall 2021 will receive a stackable $3,000 scholarship. Do you plan on going into healthcare, research, or education? Earn a degree in biological sciences at Southwestern Adventist University. Learn more at swau.edu. Hey, business owners, have you thought about growing your business through social media but don't know where to start? Never fear. I'm Sonia Salazar, and Wise Media Group is here offering coaching for do-it-yourself social media marketing, or we can do it for you. We have packages for every budget. Wise Media Group specializes in organic Facebook and Instagram growth. Let's get Mansfield businesses connected in 2021. Give us a call for a free 30-minute consultation at 817 917- 913-2989. That's 817-913-2989. Or find us on social media at Wise Media Group. That's Wise, W-Y-S-E, Media Group on Facebook and Instagram. Wise Media Group, helping you make wise social media marketing decisions in 2021. Paid political ad by the Von Wynn Jones campaign. Hello, I'm Von Wynn Jones. I came to the U.S. back in 1990 and have loved living here in Texas. And in 2018, I proudly became a U.S. citizen to better invest in my home. Serving in the State Guard and working as an EMT has taught me we face many challenges, and yet there are many ways we can work together to bring about positive change for everyone. So now I'm running for City Council in beautiful Mansfield, Texas, my home for the last 18 years. 
I'm Vaughan Wynne-Jones. Come join us at HelpMansfieldThrive.org. That's HelpMansfieldThrive.org. It's time right now for the highly coveted, wildly popular trivia question of the week. The first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com will receive a $25 gift card to Big D Barbecue. They are pumping out smoked and a unique organic sauce paired with local craft beer since 2013. Located next to the railroad tracks at 226 North Walnut Creek Drive right here in Mansfield. You can find them on the internet at bigdbarbecue.com. Let's get to this week's question. Colleen? Well, Steve, famed R&B singer Ella Mae Morse was born on September 12, 1924, and raised right here in Mansfield, Texas. This week's trivia question is, what song was Ella Mae Morse most noted for singing? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, what song was Ella Mae Morse most noted for singing? Good luck, and thanks to Jordy at Big D for the gift card. Once again, a reminder that you can listen to our school board candidate interviews on the About Mansfield website. It's aboutmansfield.com. That again is aboutmansfield.com. You will find a link at the top of the homepage. This is your opportunity. Get to know the candidates in a 20-minute increment before you vote. City Council candidate interviews will be posted all at once coming up next week, and we will post a notice on our Facebook page when that happens. Early voting starts on April 19th. Election day is Saturday, May 1st. Colleen, take us to break. Coming up after the break, Steve concludes his three-part interview with Mansfield resident Sarah Zink. Stay with us. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. Your logo or emblem defines who you are, so why not show it off with custom printed shirts? I'm Dana Wood with Ohana Screen Printing. We are a custom screen printing company and can print your design or help you create a new design. While t-shirts are our specialty, we can print on all kinds of apparel such as masks, hoodies, bags, you name it. Ohana means family and that's exactly why we started Ohana Screen Printing, to bring our family and community together through creative expression. We look forward to adding you to our family. Rest assured that when you do business with Ohana Screen Printing, that your dollars stay local, as we are a family-owned business based right here in Mansfield. If you're part of a business, organization, or sports team looking to make a visual presence, hit us up on Facebook or ohanascreenprinting.com. That's ohanascreenprinting.com. Welcome back to About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the switch from news to talk. And you know, I got to tell you, I had a blast spending time in the studio talking with Mansfield resident Sarah Zink. Most of my interviews run between 20 to 30 minutes, which are then edited down to a very listenable 20 minutes. The longer interviews are then cut into two parts and aired over two episodes. With Sarah in the studio, we decided it was time to stop after an hour and 10 minutes. So today, as we say farewell to an old friend, we present an unprecedented part three interview with Sarah Zink. Enjoy. You know this as well as I do, because we're both intelligent people that that whatever you read on the internet... You, you have to either take with a grain of salt or you have to at least confirm, at least from a reporter standpoint, confirm, confirm, confirm before deeming it to be fact. And so I read something on the Internet about three or four or five days ago that and as soon as I read this, I go, oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> and it said that you're moving to a third world country. That would be me. What the hell? I Wait. Know. Okay. You're well, moving? The only reason you can believe it is because I posted it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. There is the credibility of the person who posted it. So this is a, a crazy story. And uh, I will say this. We absolutely expected to get old and end our lives in the house that we're in right now. It was just not on the radar. You know, we all say, oh, wouldn't it be great to retire to fill in the blank, whatever your favorite place is. Mm-hmm. But what ends up happening is we become extremely comfortable in our behavior. It's the way it's always been. And we think that the life that we live is all there is. I mean, it's it's the comfort zone mm-hmm. that right. we talked about. So 2020, uh, for a variety of reasons, and so this may be TMI, but uh, for a variety of reasons, 2020 was brutal, not the least of which is I'm self-employed. 
right? And have been for many years. And so you put your money away in savings, thinking you're going to retire on it. When in reality, you know, this comes up, and you live on your savings for a long time. So in forecasting. <laughs> <laughs> what the next five years, I'll never be hired to be an in-house consultant again the way I used to be. It, it just is. COVID took care of COVID, all that. Well, COVID lot... changed the face of how businesses do mm-hmm. business. Look at how many people are working from home, not only now, but right. that's going to be the future because businesses have figured out that, hey, they working don't... from home, you're going to get a lot of more productivity. Because, and this is because they focus on output and not how long you sit at your desk. Now they're focused on your work, yep. not your presence at your desk. And employees are a lot more happy when oh. they don't have to drive 45 or, minute or an hour to work and, and back. And they get to work on their own cycle. So Susie yes. gets up at 2 in the morning, and she's super productive, but Fred doesn't hit you know, his high game until two in the afternoon. So, right. but, but because they're focused on output, not input. Right. And so it changed the face of what people need from me. So you had to reevaluate mm-hmm. your, yeah. your own I, situation. So I like to forecast, but also um, the last 18 months of the politics, mm-hmm. the last 18 months of societal behavior of divisiveness and antagonism and basic hate, um, as well as, at some point, you have to look at where do you want to be when you get old? Where, where do I want to be in five years or ten years? Or how do I want to get old? And we, uh, during the freeze, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I will say we had survivor's guilt because we you know, weren't in some of the dire straits that some people were in. Right. But I will tell you, it just causes you to, it really gets your attention. So 2020 removed a lot of the habits and a lot of the attachments we had to going to the same places all the time, going to Stevens, you know, and going over to, you know, Primo's or going to the American Legion. And it really reduced your circle of friends because you're not hanging out. All the routines you were into are now disrupted. And so it was way easy for us to make the decision. Well, not way easy. That's a lie. It was easier for us to make the decision. We're going to be moving to Boquete, Panama. And yes, Panama. I hear they have a canal there. They got, you know, I heard that too. We've been down, the U.S. has been down there once, I think. And they make hats, right? (laughs) Panama hats. Panama hats. Yeah. Uh, What, why? What what brought you to? uh, I'm going to. Boquete? Boquete, B-O-Q-U-E-T-E. Boquete, Panama. What brought? So I'm going to blame it on my friend Renee Miller, but basically, uh, it came from. We had always said we wanted to retire to Cozumel or Progreso or right. uh, you know Roatan or Belize, and so when we started looking into where to go, uh, Renee Miller actually suggested uh, a service called Panama Relocation Tours, and we went to the website, started doing all this research, and so Panama is perfect for us. Uh, the cost of living is about half of what it is here. Uh, the healthcare is equal in quality, but 10% or less of what you would pay here. Okay. The <laughs> climate uh, where we're moving <laughs> is uh, it's 10 degrees north of the equator. So the sun rises and set at 6.30 a.m., 6.30 p.m. every day forever. No time change. Mm-hmm. And uh, then also the temperature and humidity. Where we're going to be moving is about 3,600 feet above sea level, and it is between 60 and 80 degrees every single day with 50 to 70 percent humidity. So, I mean, when you think about how do you want to get old, I want to get old in a place, A, they they happen to value old people, okay? The U.S. does not. Mm-hmm. The cost of living is cheaper. The climate is better. The health care is at least equal. I mean, I'm going to say at least equal. And I understand now, I will say this, total rabbit hole right now. I totally understand why an immigrant from Mexico can come in, break break their arm, need stitches, whatever, go to the emergency room and be astonished that it's $5,000 for nine stitches. Right. Because I, I've interviewed 10 or 11 people before we made the decision to go, and without a a per, to a person, they all said, oh, you know, one lady broke her wrist and her entire hospital bill was $145. In Panama? In Panama. Uh, yeah, in Boquete. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Now, 
Panama. It, the native language is Spanish. Spanish. Well, Hablas español? Uh, poquito. Poquito. Uh, I'm learning. But Boquete is... Boquete has 30,000 residents, and a 1,000 of them are expats from uh, Canada, South Africa, and the U.S. So there'll be about 1,000 people speaking English. And they're very... It's a expat community, so even the Spanish speakers, if you try, mm-hmm. the thing I keep hearing from everyone is just try. So um, Duolingo is my buddy. <laughs> okay. I just am learning, you know, the difference between uh, Quiero and Yo ten, uh, te, Tiende. tiende? Uh, I want and I have. Oh, yeah. Yo Tengo. Yo Tengo. That's yo right. Yo Tengo or Yo Quiere. Yo Quiero. Uh, yo Quiero means right. I want. I want versus I have. I have so yo I'm tengo. having to learn that. But my neighbor across the street speaks. Or Yo Necesito. Yo Necesito. Is, I need. Yeah. I, I learned Yo Necesito Baño. Yeah, I learned that first. <laughs> first thing I learned. My old music partner, I think you might remember him. My old partner right. always wanted to, to retire in South America. And, oh, wow. and he was actually looking at Ecuador, okay. which was same thing, right on, the, right on the equator. If I recall, he was looking at some place just outside of Quito. The nice thing about Ecuador is that they use the American dollar there. They do in Panama. Nice. And so he said, you know, all I need is an ATM card. Where my retirement gets put into U.S. Bank. My, my U.S. bank. That's what we're doing. You go to the ATM, and there are no ATM fees. Oh, no, I can't say that. There's okay. ATM fees down there. But, okay. But still, I mean, we're going to keep the bulk of our, our finances in the U.S. So there are some, okay, some similarities between the two well, countries. Well, there are so many people doing this. The systems are set up, and particularly that, that company I mentioned, the systems are set up in such a way that... You know, there are there are enough people doing it that that if someone decides to do it, there's enough resources out there to find out what works best for you. I think the thing we're the most stressed about actually is transporting our pets. That's a that's gonna be a process. But you know, it's it's not something we expected to do. And so it's like our, we, we call we call it our last big adventure. Yeah. What are the concerns or or are or are there any concerns oh. about We'd be foolish to not have any. Yeah, I think for us the big concern is taking too much or taking too little. It costs ten thousand bucks to ship a container, a twenty foot container down there. So you want to make sure because all the homes down there are are pretty much furnished. We rent. We'll rent Uh because I don't want to own anything. So you know, you, you some people go down there literally with ten suitcases, five suitcases, and we're not those people. So, you know, the concern is taking too much or too little. Mm -hmm. The concern is, um, you know, we leave everything we've known. Right. I mean, I've, I've never lived outside of the United States. My husband's 73 and, and this is huge. So concerns are more about what we don't know. And then the logistics of getting it all ready in six months. It's insane. You're moving in six months. We're moving. We're going to be moved in October, which is the okay. irony. We bought, you asked about buying the house. We bought the house in August of 2021, and we'll be selling it in August of this year. And our 20th wedding anniversary is in October, and we'll be celebrating it, hopefully, knock on wood, down in uh, Panama. In, in Panama. Do you want to take this forum to say an early goodbye to? You know, I have to say oh, to Mansfield. Can I make? Can I make the list? You know, I will. And don't say, cry. You're not. You're not going to cry. Not a threat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyone who knows me laughs when you say that, right? If I'm crying, we have a big emergency, right? Um, you know, I have to say, Mansfield's been super good to me in many ways. You know, I remember when I first came here, going to the chamber, I met Jane Tecklenburg, Debbie Kennecke, yeah, uh, Ann Smith, yes, uh, uh, Mansfield Chiropractic. I mean, when I think about the people that I've met who continue to be a part of our lives and the community, you know, it's a rich and full community, and it, your experience may vary, of course, depending on who you engage with, but, you know, there's a lot of good people here, a lot of good people in Mansfield, and it has just given us such a rich and full opportunity to engage at a very um, deep level. You know, when I was a pickle queen, mm-hmm. that, that was you're just one of the, awesome. You're one of the originals, I w- aren't you? Yes, I was. Yeah, yeah I was. Um, um, 
what do they call it? Not the DQs. The the uh, if you're, protectors. No, if you no, if you are oh an, past pickle queen. If you're an original, oh, you're an OG. OG. Not yeah. a not a DQ. That's right. I'm that's, not a DQ. That's I'm something. An OG. That's, that's something right. Completely different. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, no drag queen here. Okay. We, uh, uh, you know, it's funny, and I remember. Um, uh, you know, when Amanda asked me to do it and, you know, where it all started over margaritas down at Stevens mm-hmm. and, you know, that, that, that was joyful. Those were a couple of really fun years of doing that. And when I think about working at the chamber, when I think about, um, you know, just all the stuff that has happened. Mansfield is a wonderful community. So I, I would take me, I, I should have written down all the names, right? So I'm not oh, going to name anybody. Be, thank the Academy. And, that's and, right. Yeah. I mean, I should have written down names of people who've been special, but the whole the whole city is special. I don't think there's any anybody here that hasn't been wonderful to deal with. Do you want to give any shout outs to anybody? Uh, oh, this gosh. is the mic is open and we've reached the shout out portion. We've reached these. the shout out yes. portion. So you know, honestly, and this is the 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 part I hate. As soon as I shout out to somebody, they're going to go, "Well, how come they didn't, she didn't say anything to me?" Okay, but here's the people who stick out in my mind today. How about okay. that? All right. So. Um, in no particular order. I just have been so blessed to know people like Mary Elizabeth yeah. and Eddie. And they were so uh, ethereal to me. They were so far removed when I first got here because they were just the big artists in town. But they are just lovely, lovely people. Uh, Ann Smith, Dr. Smith, the best eye doctor ever. Um, you know, and certainly... Um, you know, Rebecca Sales at the city, who I worked with, with the um, Keep Mansfield Beautiful and all the people on the board there. And um, uh, Todd Tenori Todd from El, El Primo's, Primos. Uh, good people. And uh, just so many. And of course, you and your lovely wife, Maria. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, Utopia. I just had to cancel my membership there to move. And it's like I've been a member there for ever. And, uh, you know, just like I say, there's, there's just no way to say one goodbye. Okay. Well, you, you, you gave some shout outs. Yeah. This is the part of the podcast where we really get to know Sarah Zink. Uh-oh. You're hiding behind your microphone. I know. I was going to say, do you like like uh, pay pay for the therapy people will need once they get to know me? <laughs> this is called the lightning round. The lightning round. Okay. The lightning round. Ready. So uh, I give you either this or that, and you uh, you just shout out whatever. Um, That's what easy. Is, okay. We'll start with the toughest one and then to get easier. Thank right? you. All right. <laughs> Night or day? Night. Netflix or Hulu? Oh, gosh. Probably Netflix. Decision maker or decision taker? Maker. Chicken or beef? Chicken. Too warm or too cold? Always too cold. Online shopping or in person? Totally online. Piercings or tattoos? <laughs> well, mostly yeah, piercings. We yeah, covered that one mostly out. tattoos, no piercings. Wall art or center of attention? Total center of attention. Would you rather call or text? I am a honestly... I've, that's a hard one. I've learned to text because people will answer you when they can and a mm-hmm. call. I, it's hard to say, I, I, I don't want to hear anymore. I got to go by. So with a text, I, yeah, text. Text or email? Uh, email. What's your favorite ice cream? Mint chocolate chip. Mint, I love mint chocolate chip. I love chip. mint chocolate chip. I could eat a gallon of it. And you know what? Back to, I will say this, back to when you ask center of attention or wall art, yeah. this is, uh, talk about evolution of behavior. Used to, I was center of attention. And I answered that kind of like that instinct of, but I'll tell you the last two years, particularly with working with Keep Mansfield Beautiful, it's way more fun to machinate good things and be behind the scenes. Oh, Yeah. I have enjoyed that far more than I thought I ever would, that being up front carries with it the no fun zone, but being behind, you can really propel other people to success. So I, I want to change that answer. Not really <laughs> Is that your fun. final answer? That's my final answer. Let me would, make a call. Because I was going to say, you have a couple of lifelines. That's right. Let me make the lifeline call. And yeah, there's something about being behind the scenes where nobody notices what you do yeah. and the a tremendous amount of work that you've done yes. and not receiving any notif- uh, notoriety for or, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But knowing that you've gone home that night going, you know what? 
Well, let me tell you why. Um, uh, And I know we're way out of time, but one thing I started reading was a book called The Book of Raw. And basically, it is about, uh, I'm not going to bore you with where it comes from, but basically, it's about why are we here? What are we supposed to be doing? You know, the bigger picture stuff. And the thing I really pulled away from that is whether your religious beliefs are machinated out of man. Uh, You know, man created religion. But I believe that there is a creator, a single creator, call him whatever you want. Um, You know, we're not going to argue about whether it's a duck God or the rabbit God or whatever, right? But we were made for one thing or two things, love and service. Yeah. We were made to love ourselves and love each other and to be of service to ourselves and be of service to others. And all those times when I had to be out front... And when people, you know, I'm posting the good things I'm doing, that's the reward I get. And that's it. But when you're behind the scenes, when you're providing love and service and support behind the scenes, that's really what counts towards your karma, so to speak. I mean, and and I don't think we earn work. We don't earn a place in heaven. We don't earn a place, but we do evolve as spiritual beings and our need to be recognized for the good that we do. Right can drive us and that's all we get is that recognition. So um, there's a saying that, that I've used over and over and over regarding volunteering, regarding service. And it's, it's actually song lyrics because, oh, you know, nice. being, of course, because being, being a, a musician, musician, that's right. And a huge Jethro Tull fan, mm-hmm. the words, it's only the giving that makes you what you are. I keep going back to that going, you know, that is so profound that it's, it's a very simple sentence. Well, but. it is, but it's back to the ego project or the legacy project. If you get abducted by aliens, the only thing that matters from your life is what you leave behind. And if what you leave behind falls apart, if you're not there, then it was all about you. But if you can leave behind a legacy of good works, a legacy of love and a legacy of service, I mean, that's really what we all can hope for. Sarah Zink, you've left or you are about to leave a tremendous legacy here in Mansfield. Thank you. We appreciate everything that you've done. Well, it's been a joy to be here. I just, if you get mushy, I might get mushy. You don't need mushy. I'm not getting mushy. I got to tell you though, it's been a joy. It's been a joy to be here today. It's been a joy to live here. Um, I am so excited about, uh, particularly with uh, our new mayor, Mm -hmm. you know, the direction we're going with the way people are evolving. So, thank you. Help me move this to the end. (laughs) Okay. You're as smooth as Tennessee Tennessee whiskey. whiskey. All right, that's enough. Thanks for being on About Mansfield. (laughs) My pleasure. Coming up next week on About Mansfield, it's Mansfield News, Talk, and Information. And we will be in studio with Mansfield musician Jay Horton. And he's bringing his guitar. The show will be released on Wednesday, April 7th. Until then, don't forget to follow this podcast if you haven't already, so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Just enter your email address on our website, aboutmansfield.com. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Reporters, Stacey Main and Dennis Webb. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. School Board Recap, Courtney Lackey-Wilson. Home Improvement feature, Terry Radswin. Cocktail of the Week feature, Brian Certain. Sports, Tommy Cummings. Post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, Steve Casillo. We thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is About Mansfield. Mansfield.